In this week's parsha, we read where Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu to communicate to Klal Yisrael the four lishoynes shel geula, the four languages of redemption. The first expression is Vaitsesi. Vaitsesi eschem itacha siblois mitzrayim. Hashem promises to take us out from siblois mitzrayim, classically translated under the burdens of mitzrayim. The Merchaim explains that Sivlois is from the word Savlanut, patience, tolerance. Vaitsesi Eschem, I will redeem you, I will save you from being patient and from a willingness to endure and to persevere in the immoral culture of Mitzrayim. Redemption only comes through reaching a place of being disgusted and repulsed by the degradation and defilement of Mitzrayim. When we no longer have sivloi, savlanus, when we no longer can tolerate and accept the licentious values and culture of Mitzrayim, that is when we are on our way to freedom and redemption. But perhaps we can also view sivlois as a positive connotation. Klal Yisrael's savlanus, their patience, was a positive character trait. Because despite all the torment and all the suffering, the Jewish people never lost faith that what was happening to them was not mere happenstance, but was in fact part of Hashem's grand plan. They could endure the sivlois, the burdens and suffering, and at the same time be patient and wait for redemption, because they displayed the mida of savlanus. They knew that this was all coming from Hashem. This paradox of suffering and simultaneously having the savlonus and the courage to realize that me'is Hashem hoisezois, that was the motif by which our ancestors survived and eventually redeemed from Mitzrayim. The Gemara Masechtas Brachas relates a fascinating story about the great Tana known as Hillazakan. The Gemara says, One day Hill was returning home from a journey. He heard screaming coming from the direction of his home. He turns to the people around him and he says, Muftachani, I can assure you all, All the screaming that you hear is not coming from my house. So why was Hill so confident that it was not coming from his house? I once heard a beautiful explanation from Rabbi Elisha Horowitz. In the Sefer Amunah and Betochen, the Chazanish explains that most people misunderstand the true definition of Betochen. He says, people think that Betochen means, I have confidence that all things that happen to me will all turn out to be good in the way that I am hoping they will. If a person says, I have Betochen, that my job interview or my date or my doctor's appointment will all turn out fine, they are misusing the term Betochen. This is not what it means. True betochen means that I have full confidence that what is going to happen to me is ultimately what is best for me. Now, I might think that best for me is that the surgery should be successful, or that I land that job, or that the boy says yes, or that my offer on the house gets accepted, or that my daughter gets into the school that I want. However, maybe that is not what Hashem has in mind. Betocha means that whatever the decree is, I accept it. Because even though I may not understand it, I may not like it, but I have confidence that this outcome is ultimately for my good. That mindset, says the Chazanish, is genuine Betochen. Says Rabbi Elisha, when the Gemara says that Hill came into the city and he heard screams and he said, I know for sure that this is not coming from my house. It's not necessarily because his house was a model of peace and tranquility. It could very well be that his house was on fire. It could very well be that there was terrible misfortune happening in his house. 
However, whatever it was, Hill said, despite all the calamities, my family would not be screaming about it. Hill was confident that he had been able to instill in his family the true definition of betochen, that whatever happens in life is part of Hashem's grand plan. Perhaps there was tragedy in his house. Perhaps there was a sewer backup. Maybe the roof was leaking. But despite all that, he was confident that his family would not panic and cry out in distress. And since he heard Kaltzavacha, he heard yelling and screaming, he immediately knew that this can't be coming from his house. Hill imbued his family with the attribute of Savlanus, accepting Hashem's decree. So even what they perceived then as a catastrophe, they understood that in the end it will all turn out to be for their benefit. There's a story told that one Arab Shabbos, the Toldois and Reb Nachman, one of the students of the Baal Shem, traveled to Mezhbush to be with the Holy Baal Shem Tov for Shabbos. They set out on their journey with plenty of time before Shabbos. Then they see that the caravan in front of them was traveling very slowly. They look inside and it's the governor. And the law was that you may not pass the governor. The Toldois said, I'm afraid that we won't make it in time for Shabbos. And Reb Nachman turns to him and he says, The Rebbe taught us that in life, whenever you encounter a difficulty, have betachem that this hardship will actually benefit you in some way. So I believe that this obstacle will be for our benefit. This delay will actually help us reach our destination. They arrived to the city and it was Mark a day. Usually it would take a very long time to drive through the city because of all the people and the vendors clogging up the road. But since the governor was in the coach in front of them, in honor of the governor, everyone moved their wares to the side of the road. The governor drove right through town unimpeded and the Toldis and Reb Nachman drove right behind the governor. And they reached Mezhbush well before Shabbos. Their problem proved to be their salvation. If a person internalizes the true meaning of betachen, he will likewise never have to scream out in distress, as they will realize that all the hardships, all the calamities are part of Hashem's master plan. And now we know. Have a wonderful Shabbos.